There is no secret formula for better customer service. But there is the all-new service hub from HubSpot, bringing service and support together in one powerful platform so you can deliver the best experiences possible and free up a rep's time with an AI-powered help desk. Also, you can easily support and grow your customer base. Secrets out, everybody. Service Hub is a game changer. Visit HubSpot.com service to learn more. Howdy, folks. It is Monday, April 24th. I'm Jacob Cohen, and you're listening to The Hustle Daily Show. Today, we're talking about degrees of separation. Yes, that is a pun. As college enrollment drops, trade school signups are on the rise. In short, six figures of debt and no job. Hmm, but minimal debt and a job with an above median salary. The appeal for the latter is growing and we'll dive deeper in a bit. But first, let's talk about what else is happening in the world of business and tech. Let's get crackalack. All right, first things first, today in AI, Google has added coding to Bard's capabilities. The AI chatbot can now generate and debug code in 20 programming languages, though double-checking Bard's work is still strongly recommended. Also, a new Pew study is out about artificial intelligence's potential impact on actual employment. The study found much of the U.S. public believes AI would be better than humans in assessing job applicants' equally, but worse at seeing potential in applicants. The survey also found 62% believe AI will majorly impact work generally, but just 28% think it'll significantly impact their work personally, right? It's always your neighbor who is going to lose their job, not you. Until AI, of course. Up next, more living space. Airbus pitched its International Space Station replacement, Loop, which includes a three-story greenhouse and focuses on reducing strain on astronauts. The release website has taglines like unprecedented space in space, which props to the Airbus copywriters on that one, but also another tagline that reads launch in one piece, which I think they meant to mean in terms of launching the entire module together, but we originally read that as, you know, launch without getting blown up into bits. Also, no word on what in-flight entertainment they have available on this, and I, for one, would like to know about that, but let's keep it moving along. Lyft is in need of a Lyft, a pick-me-up, you could say, as new layoffs could affect 1.2 thousand jobs, or 30% of the company's 4,000 employees. New CEO David Risher wrote that the company needs to cut costs to deliver affordable rides, compelling earnings for drivers, and profitable growth. Back in February, I wrote about how Lyft has fallen behind rival Uber, which called Q4 its strongest quarter ever with $4.1 billion in ride-hailing revenue, up 82% year-over-year, $2.9 billion from Uber Eats and Postmates, up 21% year-over-year, and $1.5 billion from Uber Freight, up 43% year-over-year. Something Lyft may need to merge with the likes of DoorDash to keep up. Alternatively, I think they could establish an insidious sleeper cell to sabotage Uber from the inside, as comedian Nathan Fielder once attempted. Go check that out. It's hilarious. But for now, let's keep it rolling here. Up next, Apple is apparently focused on putting the focus of the iPhone back onto the eye. The company is reportedly developing another 
health-focused feature, a journaling app, actually, that would come pre-installed on each phone through iOS 17. Of course, journaling apps have been an enormously popular app category as long as the iPhone and the App Store have been around. As such, this could be a really popular app for a really wide user base. And that's also exactly why some people are probably going to be pretty upset. Paul Maine, for instance, the founder of the Day One journaling app, told the Wall Street Journal, it's always the worst thing to have to hear that you are about to be Sherlocked, referring to a term that describes Apple offering features that make installing popular third-party offering unnecessary. Now, meanwhile, at a TED Talk, Humane, a startup led by former Apple employees, shared a live demo of its new wearable device, an AI-powered personal voice assistant that you wear in your chest pocket that can project a display onto your hand, and that gives off strong we live inside of science fiction now vibes. It's a pretty secretive venture so far, and it's also raised $230 million. So at some point, they're going to have to go a little more public with what they have to offer. And we look forward to that day. In other news, now this is not investment advice, but it may be time to start thinking about your kelp portfolio. A new nature-published study estimates the globe's coastal kelp forests provide up to $562 billion worth of services annually through habitat support and nitrogen removal, more than three times higher than previous estimates. And you can expect this to go up too. The study's models didn't even include the economic impact of coastal protection, tourism, and recreation. Plus, a rising trend in concert ticket prices is definitely not music to our ears. The average resale price on SeatGeek is $252 so far in 2023. That's up more than two times since 2019. Some artists like Taylor Swift, Beyonce, and Bruce Springsteen are hitting seriously sharp notes with averages as high as $1,300, $480, and $469, respectively. Also, unfortunately, long-struggling Bed Bath & Beyond filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy protection on Sunday after failing to raise funding. Shares of the company have fallen 87% this year, and it was valued at just $138 million on Friday. I say just because it was worth more than $17 billion back in 2013. And lastly, unless you work in the felony misappropriations biz, you probably don't hear this every day. A former fiscal officer in Vinton Township, Ohio, was sentenced to years in prison in order to pay almost $340,000 in restitution after pleading guilty to using public funds to buy kayaks, hot tubs, a popcorn cart, a swimming pool, a CPR mannequin for personal use, and, oh yeah, a wildebeest, two owls, and other items for his private zoo, of course. All right, and with that, let's get to today's main story. Okay, so those America is short on skilled labor alarm bells have been going off for years now. And boy, oh boy, have they gotten louder. There are now active shortages of around 500,000 construction workers, around 600,000 auto technicians, and around 800,000 manufacturing jobs. There's also a scarcity of carpenters out there, but we're now seeing an encouraging sign that those bells may be answered and then perhaps tuned up and served some dinner. Recent enrollment data shows trade school interest is on the up and up with double-digit increases in many vocational programs, including mechanic, repair, construction, and culinary fields of study. Now, that's quite unlike 
two- and four-year college enrollment, which is on the down and down, 7.8% and 3.4% respectively. So what is up? Well, mindsets are shifting. These numbers are partially a pandemic rebound as hands-on fields strain to offer hands-on training. Uh, Enrollment in the trades dropped, but that's also not the entire story here. It also looks like young people are increasingly choosing trade school over degree programs because, while according to the Heckinger Report, it's just more financially practical at this point for some folks. Cost and debt differentials are, of course, a huge factor. The Washington State Auditor found public universities two times more and private colleges ten times more expensive than a technical education. But mostly, it's what happens after that matters, right? The promise of actually having a job. And federal data shows trade school students are more likely to be employed after school than their high-spending university counterparts and much more likely to actually work in their fields of study, too. And those trade jobs are hardly paying beans. Per Georgetown's Good Jobs Report, many are among the 30 million jobs paying more than $55,000 annually that do not require a four-year degree. And just to end off, I have to include this joke from Ben, our newsletter editor. In case you're looking for a hands-on job with a few more perks, we assume, he wrote, that the 50,000 workers the U.S. Navy is currently seeking to build its nuclear submarines will all eventually just be hired as consultants on uh, a future Michael Bay film. So if you're weighing, if you're weighing a four-year degree program or a trade school, remember that as a potential perk. Uh, for trade school. (laughs) It's a good one, Ben. Good one. And bada bing, bada boom. That's going to do it for us today, folks. Thanks for tuning in to the Hustle Daily Show. We're a proud part of the HubSpot Podcast Network. Our editor today is Ezra Trupiano. Our executive producer is Darren Clark. We've got a lot more tech and business coverage in our newsletter. If you're not subscribed, you can sign up at thehustle.co slash email. Hope you have an awesome Monday. Great start to the week. Catch you tomorrow. Hey, everybody, I got a great podcast to tell you about. It's called Truth, Lies, and Work, and it's brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. On this show, you can join husband and wife team Alan, Leanne Elliott as they dispel myths, impart wisdom, and answer all your questions about finding, keeping, and motivating great people. They actually just did an episode with John Smith, who is the manager and agent of famous Argentinian soccer player Diego Maradona. He talks about in this episode how he was able to manage the global superstar athlete celebrity that Maradona is and was. It's a great listen. You better get out there and check it out. And you can listen to Truth, Lies, and Work wherever you get your podcasts.